just thinking, oh yeah, I'm gonna go after Keisha Smith. What? Hey, hey, what's up? It's the Zisu back again. And this is BBQ, Big Brother Quarantine, Big Brother All-Stars. With me as always, it's Jade. Hey guys, what's up? All right. They just aired, what was that, the third, third? episode? Yeah. yeah, we had the premiere last Wednesday, and then second episode Sunday. Yes, so this Wednesday, this was the first veto challenge episode of this late summer, uh, this season of All Stars. Uh, we've been watching the live feeds, though, so uh, thought we'd talk a little bit about that, a little bit what happened in the episode. It was interesting because, obviously, as uh, first-time live watchers of Big Brother, this is our first experience with the way these weeks work and the way they play out and how you can kind of decipher stuff from the live feeds and then you pretty much know what's gonna happen on the show you know but you still want to see and you need to see those talking heads to see what people are actually thinking right yeah no the live feeds are interesting because like after the video competition you could tell like things were kind of the same like you knew that neither like nominees got it because they weren't acting any differently they were still kind of Eh, I'm still in the block. This kind of sucks. Um, but, yeah, were you going to... Yeah, no, I was just going to say, uh, based off the live feeds, we knew that obviously Cody had played in it and then Keisha and Kevin as the nominees. We saw the people with the shirts. So we knew that Tyler and Ian had played in it, the BB Peloton, or... They never um, said. Yeah, well, I mean, it says on the shirts, but... I know, but they never said, like, D- Devani hosted it. She didn't... I don't think, I don't even think I caught her saying how to say it. Right, right. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was interesting because up and pretty much until we watched it on the show we knew the veto wasn't used but we also weren't 100 percent sure on who won it because based off the the talk afterwards everybody was talking it sounded like they didn't get it done and i thought i heard that enzo didn't get it done either but he was obviously just describing one of the times it fell on him the stacking the the uh, fruit pieces up yeah Yeah, no, that was really interesting, because, like, in his past season, he won, like, one comp. Yeah, the the one that I always... It was a veto, the one that I always talk about, where um, I wish I remembered his name, but uh, he got knocked over, and he's like, oh, God! Yeah, Reagan. He knocked him over, and he had the the quote where he's like, that's it, I'm done, I'm not losing anymore, it's over. And yeah, he he never never won won. again. This is his first win in a competition since 10 years later. So it's funny, (laughs) like, maybe he, like... Because, okay... Kevin, like, was trying to, like, rally people to, like, play for him, and it wasn't going that great. Um, and at one point, he asked Enzo, and he's kind of like, eh, I don't know. Like, he's trying to be nice about it, but basically, like, I, like, don't want to necessarily. Well, um, but yeah, he didn't. That was the weird thing. Kevin didn't get a firm answer from him. He asked him basically if he wanted to play, but then it was like in between like a restroom session and he walked away and came back and 
he was trying to be a little too nice about it. Yeah. So, like, it came off to Enzo as, like, uh, oh, yeah, I'll play, but, like, I didn't just promise you anything. Like, yeah. I'll play. But, yeah, he didn't get, like, a firm, firm. yes, yes I'm going to use it on you. I'm going to use the veto on you. Right. So that was kind of sad to watch, personally. But, um, yeah, no, it was funny to see the comp and everything. Stacking fruit, like, stacking stuff like that looks hard. Because, like, oh, everyone, yeah. I think everyone's fell at some point. I don't think there was oh, one yeah, person. Oh, yeah, no, there wasn't one that didn't fall, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, and it was multiple times. And then the crazy thing about that was... How many people got... Um, what do you call it? They got timed out. Yeah, they got timed out and how they had a, they could have had like near winning, if not winning scores, but they didn't lock it in. And probably the one that I guess you could say it hurts the most just because he had his life on the line was Kevin had Enzo locked in his score. What was it? 18. 18. And he had 19. Kevin had 19. Kevin had 19. And then he looked over at Keisha's and thought, oh, she's doing good. I got to make sure I beat her. And then he let his time out. And it was like, it was so It sad. didn't have to be that way. Yeah, because he really could have hit the button and Keisha had like four more pieces to go. So you just, you never know. I was like, damn it. It could have been, it could have happened. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure, because it seems like every time they go on to do these competitions, they don't show them live, like at least this one they didn't. I know no, when they Julie, never show any of them live. I know when Julie, when you have an endurance one, they do share that, because she's like, if you want to see the rest of this, how this plays out, go to the live feeds now. Right. So they do share those, but I'm pretty probably, sure they didn't share this one. Probably because they're like the super long ones. Well, yeah, and that's the thing like with hours. this one. This one is, like, squished into the show, but this actually, they had a half hour to do it. So you would think, why not? Why not just share that with the live? They're going to talk about it afterwards. I know you want people to watch the show, but you're going to give them the talking heads, at least. Yeah, and that's important, too, but I feel like you can't give away, like, all your content. Like, the veto is what this episode focused on. Sure, sure. So you yeah. can't give that away. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean... Uh, I, one thing I mentioned during the show was just how it's always so cool they redo the backyard for these competitions and just to see the little touches they do that maybe they wouldn't have to do but like in the background in one corner of the yard how they have the whole like uh, like farmer's market set up they got all these baskets and they got like a neon sign and stuff it's really cool yeah you know, it's how very they, cute yeah do that they put a lot of effort and decoration into it. Like, it's crazy how much every competition, like, stuff is involved. Um, and that's obviously, like, a big part of, like, production that you never get to see, which is funny. Um, what about the... I know you talked about it before, but did you want to talk about the fact that they actually showed Caser's combo? Oh, yeah. Uh, hopefully you listened to that episode. I don't know if it was the uh, last one or the one before that, but I mentioned uh, one of the late night feed things catching this uh, uh, conversation that Kaser had about the moment that we're having right now and uh, social injustice and, 
just like uh, how people are hurting and that's who he feels for the most and he's just talking about like listening and and nicole and the big hug it's great because it is in the episode yeah and i just didn't know if it would be i remember talking with you about that i don't know if it was on the pod or we were just talking but how i wasn't sure they could have had it but maybe they were like uh no we just want to keep it to game you know yeah, but also I think the fact that the girls were, like, so into it and how, like, how, like, he's are portrayed, portrayed himself and, like, how important of a time it is, like, they probably, like, especially since Davon has a talking head, she said, like, we need to use our platform for good and this is, like, the, like, perfect time to do it, like, now more than ever. So, yeah. It's, yeah, it's and great. one thing I didn't notice on the static feed when I was watching it on the live feeds was when Devon, I heard what she said, but I didn't realize she said, like, she pointed to the cameras. And it's interesting because it did, it did reach me, and I saw that, and it was interesting. She says, like, this is, like, this is why this matters. Like, yeah. you're getting this message out. Like, you're speaking the truth. Exactly, and it's, like, it's beyond, like, all gameplay and money and all of that like it's humanity and just like caring for each other right and davon's definitely been in a few you know game sessions and there was that uh, moment in the second episode where she's talking to nicole and nicole thanks her for changing her life and i'm gonna do everything i can to help you in this game and then she like doubts her like like i'm not gonna fall for that again you you got me out last time you know and that's on game level but you know on a personal level you know i think it's a little different yeah i'm sure they do respect each other yeah so um yeah the we're seeing the shirts right now it was bb peloton like peloton and the bananas that they rode to to earn time you could tell they're definitely the same thing they've like rode in the past uh Thinking back to uh, Derek's winning season, Cody's first season, where they had to ride the uh, the horse yeah. to get time and stack up gold bars. They were riding a banana here and having to stack up fruit. Yeah, I remember. Didn't Hayden win that? He did. He did win that. And they've done it again since. I just can't remember what the theme how it changed but they've definitely done it again since because it's just that competition where you earn the time and then you have that time to stack and it was crazy how many people timed out kevin uh cody timed out ian timed out and then enzo locked in the 18 and then in the end they played the full amount of time but keisha and Tyler, uh, they just couldn't get enough stacked, and that's how it ended. So, yeah, no, I like this. I like this um, competition. I think it's a good one. It's funny to see on the live feeds, like um, all the house guests, like try and guess, like what's the next comp going to be based off of. Right. So the next thing they kind of got into the episode is uh, a little bit of the alliances that have been forming. And uh, the one we're replaying on the screen right now, so I'll mention it, is um, Ian and Nicole doing the uh, like Millionaires Club. Because if they can get to the end as a final two, 
one of them would win the game twice and, you know, the prize is half a mil, even though that's before taxes, you know, technically they could call themselves, you know, million dollar winners. Uh, the best part of this, though, that we loved was right after they set the name and they're sitting in, of all places, the HOH room, uh, making this alliance and they pinky swear on it and everything. Uh, Cody walks in the room and he's like, wait, like, and it looks like dramatic. Like he's like, I've got you. I've discovered you. And he's like, the room is warm. Yeah. And it's like such a, a funny moment. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's such like a, a funny, like human thing. Like he's like, yo, hold up. And then he like literally paused like his step. And he's like, it's nicer in here. And, like, in the midst of, like, that second, like, pause, like, Nicole and Ian kind of, like, give each other a look. Yeah. Like he, like he was on to them and stuff. Yeah. Uh, that being said, before Enzo can decide whether or not he's going to use the veto, he does catch Ian and Nicole late night in the bathroom. And the crazy thing is, like, they had no game really to discuss. But the way it's shown on the episode, Enzo hella sees him down the hall and then, like, scatters upstairs. He looked like he hella, like, runs to report. And it doesn't seem to concern Ian and Nicole because shortly after, Ian walks by the HOH room on his way to... Uh, the have not room yeah no they're both kind of just chilling nicole and ian but like enzo like i don't know did they he he like said to cody like oh like the hell is separated but i didn't or i didn't really notice that in the bathroom right right right. like him seeing them i didn't even think ian noticed enzo oh right because yeah he was at the sink so nicole kind of saw him but she brushed it off yeah and, but he did like scatter away. He like looked down the hall uh, and, and then was like, whoosh. Yeah. Like, yeah. So the interesting thing was obviously Kevin asked him, he's like, oh, I don't want to pressure you into using it. I, that's why I picked you. I hope you can use it and I hope we can make a deal. And Enzo's like, oh, I don't know. I'm going to have to ask Cody, which actually isn't the worst thing for Kevin. He, he goes up and he runs the idea by him and he's like, I'm willing to like work with you and like not only will I not put you up if I win safety suite I'd keep you safe that's a pretty good deal yeah I know it is but like like you said during the episode and like he realizes like it's like you have to put another person up and that's just kind of tough yeah that's the biggest problem because like who would you put up at this point obviously you would love to put up caser janelle even maybe but he can't i'm probably more caser not janelle he said like he wasn't going after her but uh i mean david uh obviously ian became an easy target it looked like they were like "Ooh, we gotta watch out for him yeah um i think i sadly don't think that he's gonna last in the game as much as i like him Right. No, no. People know. I We talked about this before the season even started that like those type of players, the like smart players, this is a smart overall all-star cast and they'll look to knock them out when they can. They won't just let them by, you know. They'll make them fight for their lives. And the thing with Ian, you got to give him credit. He did save his life twice during his winning season. He won vetoes when he needed it. Yeah, and that's really admirable. Um, 
I it'd be great to see honestly one of the winners go to the end but I feel like it's unlikely just because of the fact that they are winners right right so just to mention a couple of alliance another one they highlight in the episode uh not surprising and uh, honestly I don't think they need to hide it from anybody they're you know you, you do but uh Bailey and uh Davon with a little uh, black girl magic and she already had that name was Zakia, but you know that's a real world term too so it's like not technically i guess the name of their alliance but they got something i know obviously um they're showing it here on the show and they're confirming it here but i know they've also talked with david too and uh, not surprisingly that would be a goal for them and you know That'd be cool. There's never been a black or African-American winner of the show. So if they could do anything to help out each other, I know they will, you know? Yeah, for sure. There's definitely, um, I like, I like the way that Bailey said it, like to Davon, she was like, a win for you is a win for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm glad they see that. I see that actually for a lot of people. And that's what's cool about this season. Uh, we've been watching the live feeds and, and to see even Cody talk just right now, just right as we recorded this, about talking to Memphis where he's like, I just want to play. And like, maybe I'm gone week two. Maybe I'm gone week three. Fine. Like I go home, but I just don't want to play scared, you know? Yeah, and you'd think that's hopefully what everyone would, like, want to accomplish in a way. Right. Uh, Just to mention it, just because it came back on the screen, I'm actually noticing that this time when Enzo saw them, Nicole was actually, like, washing her face. So she actually might not have seen him when he did catch them. So they might be actually 100% off guard that he saw them. Yeah, and that's just, it's funny like that, you know, because, like, I feel like, okay, Enzo is right in the fact that they are aligned, but he, I feel like it could have been one of those things where you take it and run with it. Like, they mentioned, like, the idea of, like, paranoia and, like, how high the percentage chances of you being around the house and seeing people talking, you immediately, your head starts thinking of things, and there's a percent, like, chance of them, like, being aligned or they're honestly just having, like, a random conversation. Right. So, what we see in this episode is... Of anybody, Ian came in the most danger of being the replacement nominee. But in the end, Enzo even just says it on his speech. He says it, like, to everybody in the house. He's like, it's just too early. He's like, I, you know, it's, it is, it's week one. Like, it's, it's too much waves. It creates too much storylines. People can look back on that moment and, and, and use it as a reason, you know. True. So, um... Just talk a little more alliances that we've seen. Um, Last episode, we talked about the Bailey, Davon, Enzo, and Cody alliance, uh, of which they confirmed in this episode that just the Enzo-Cody is uh, roots, or the root. And then beyond that, the addition of the other two girls would be the tree uh for now uh, i haven't heard you know otherwise what's going on with that wait um, okay i'm sorry who are the two girls again the black girl magic 
Uh, That's okay. Bailey and Davon. Why did I think Danielle was? Is there is there an alliance where Cody's with Danielle? Yeah, and that's what I was going to bring okay, up next. Yeah. The uh, Sea Losers. Sure. Uh, we got Danielle, uh, Cody. Cody, Nicole, Tyler, and Memphis. Right. Yeah, and like Cody was it just on Life Feeds? Didn't we just hear it on Life Feeds? About yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, you should talk about that. Right. Well, the thing that came up there was that uh, Danielle brought to the group that some she overheard that Memphis and Cody would be targets going forward, but she was unwilling to share her sources, which really kind of set Memphis off. He's like, if he wins, he's going to be like, tell me or you're going up. Like, he's just like being, you know, bravado and, and just joking. But I mean, if you are aligned, you've kind of got to be like, dude, what's the point of an alliance if you're not going to help? Like, yeah, that's the whole point. You are together. Like, you can't just say I'm an alliance and it's just like, you protect me. Yeah, you really do got to pull your weight. And it's funny that I always thing that comes to mind as crazy as he was as a player and as much of a wild card joker. But Zach, when he was talking about Christine... You know, like, what's the point of being in an alliance if you're not going to do anything? He was wrong to put her up, but the fact she wasn't even going to listen because, like, he had the votes to keep her safe. She wouldn't even, like, play that part, you know? Yeah, no, and that's definitely understandable. It's just, I feel like um, people are still playing scared. And so, like, Danielle isn't saying anything, even though she probably should. Yeah, and it's interesting because obviously her first time playing with her father, Evil, um, she couldn't help but be with him. She tried to have like this relationship in the house, but in the end, it was just so clear that she had to roll with her dad, uh, like it or not, you know, and it worked for her. She, you know, she did so well in competitions. And then when she came back, she was supposed to align with the vets and instead tried to blow them up from the inside and it worked against her and then she was out and that was that for her the second time. So she's trying to be really careful this time. Which is understandable. I feel like each person's season, you can see like how they play and that they definitely take some of the stuff that they've done in the past to now. Right, right. That's for sure. Like with Tyler. Right. His multiple offers oh yeah we didn't mention that in the episode um it's it's funny because not only on like his intro and the first episode i think even second episode and then on the live feeds we saw so much from tyler where he was like i don't want to play like i played last time i wrote too many checks that I couldn't cash. I promised everybody that I was with them. I said, to, like, I made final two deals with everybody in the house. I'm not trying to do that this time. And then we see this montage on tonight's episode, the veto episode, where he literally is with everybody. He's with Janelle and he's with Cody and Kaser. He's with everybody. Yeah. And he's, like, acting so, like, cool and chill about it. And then as a talking head, he's, like, freaking out. Yeah, because it's exactly what he didn't want to do. That's what I said I didn't want to do. 
Yeah, but I it's up. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny though, like the Janelle one where she's like, like, we gotta align, like. Like, that's what we got to do. And he just repeats it. He's like, that's what we got to do. That's what I've been thinking. That's what we got to do. And it's just like, he's just so going along with it. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, any other alliances going on that we know of? The point is, I, I do want to make, if there is any others, is that Cody st- seems to be well insulating himself, which is what I was saying about the, the, the whole point of why it's not so bad to get that first HOH. Yes, you're the first person to put people up. You do, you know, make those enemies, but you also have so many people wanting to work with you and you build that protection where so many of the people that you become close with wouldn't dare put you up and you build that layer of protection. So he's got the tree in Davon and Bailey and Enzo he's got that protection and then he's got this other wall of protection with Nicole and Memphis and Tyler oh God. and yeah he's got yeah so many people like and like he even like well he didn't necessarily agree to it but Kevin was like oh like I'd never put you up or whatever right right he's even got that he's even got that um just seeing her on the live feeds right now I'm not sure what is the reasoning behind this, but we've heard a lot on the live feeds that Christmas might be a potential target for people to put up around the house. Yeah, I know. I've just seen speculation online, nothing per in the house. But... Oh, I've, I've heard a few people mention it in the house. Oh. So, And then I've also heard uh, Memphis is like uh, David like brought up that idea to a few people. Like, if he was to win, he brought up the idea of of Memphis being his target. Yeah, and I think that's because um, everyone sees him as grumpy. Yeah, and he definitely has been. I mean, even just now, watching him on the live feeds, uh, surprising, because he's up past his bedtime. <laughs> just like Jade. I know, I'm tired, you can tell. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to put a wrap on this one soon. Um because we're going to come back tomorrow for the first eviction episode of the season. Getting really excited for that. It will either be Keisha or Kevin. As of right now, the house seems to be going Kevin's way, but you never know. Like f- up, up until today, everybody was so tippy-toe, even not just to the two nominees, but to each other. They were very unsure, not wanting to say either way, saying 50-50. I remember out at the spa, Janelle came out and Ian was in the pool uh, spa and she asked him which way. And he was like, I don't know. I could see it going 50-50. And I saw so many people talk like that. So many people are aligned to each other, like right off the bat, because like I've already seen people talking to each other. It's like, oh, yeah, I want to keep Kevin. Oh, yeah, I want to keep Keisha. And it's just like, okay, whatever. Right. And I feel like he's doing a little bit better of a job as far as like offers and like wanting to work with you and I'll do this. And Keisha's not. She's just like trying to be nice and social, but she's not putting any deals on the table. She's not doing gameplay. Right. And that's what I was saying. Like all day as we've been like thinking about this and talking about it and watching some of the feeds, it's like, she needs to do more. You literally could leave tomorrow. Like, your life in the game is on the line. Like, 
You need to make deals. You need to tell this person, hey, can I have your vote? I promise not to put you up for like the next two weeks and go ahead and secure yourself the seven or eight votes you need. Yeah, if only, but that doesn't look like it's happening. Yeah, one thing she brought up to Cody was the idea of if everybody is so up in the air, why why have the house come together as it almost always does to to vote why not truly let people vote and see where it falls and uh, she was saying that would make great for tv and she's not wrong but it's almost impossible because like as the time comes down ticks down to the live show people talk people know even if they were voting one way they find out the votes against them and they don't go against the house which is so funny because devon's like what does that even mean i hate that term the house well it's real it's a real thing she knows what it means and it's like you play this game like you know the terminology you know that you go with the house people are worried about like oh why did this one person vote for the other person it's like i don't know like it's just part of the game and it yes it would be an interesting thing to see like if people just like voted the way they want but that creates more conflict and these people are smart these people are all-stars so of course they're gonna vote with the house especially at this point in the game it being so early like what's the point of there being like a split vote or whatever right i just noticed in one of the least used rooms the love room as far as the personalized pillows go, they're almost all gone. There looks like there's one still in there, but even it's not like turned the right way, so we can't tell. It's probably, I guess, the Jeff and Jordan one, because like, who there. has like a connection to that? But like, obviously, the Bailey and Swaggy one, Swaley, that's in there. Obviously, she grabbed that. Um, yeah, that one. Nicole grabbed her pillow. Um, Danny grabbed her and Dom's pillow. Right. So it's funny that, like, they're not in the room that they were meant for. Yeah, but you could guess the production would think that. Like, they probably made them in the mind of, like, okay, we have this person in there and a couple. Like, we should make that for them. Yeah, which makes it funny. Like, I almost feel like Kevin should grab Jeff and Jordan's because he played with them the yeah. first season. Like, <laughs> this is my extra vote, guys. These are the two votes. Yeah, that'd be funny. So... All right, uh, we just hit the half hour mark for this one, so that feels about good, unless there's anything you can think of that happened on the live feeds or anything else in the episode we didn't mention. No, I'm good. All right, on that note, we'll definitely be back for tomorrow for an instant reaction to see who was evicted from the house and who is the new head of household. So uh, look forward to that, and uh, hope you have a lot of fun watching and uh, ready to get out of here. Yeah, let's do it. Thank you guys for listening. Yep. Thank you guys so much. Shout out. And until next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, East Society.